Town. I did it. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> oh my do? God. I'm so proud of myself. Okay. Uh, here, here's what I did. Um, I, I was listening to you listen to the intro on your headphones. <laughs> And I, I timed it out. I was like, all right, the song is, is, is about five seconds away from starting. I started, I hit start on recording and did the five second t- countdown and it's like literally ended right when the song get it, ended. And oh my God, I'm so proud. I have like adrenaline rushing through my body. Oh yeah, my God. It was perfect for me too. Oh my God. Oh my God. I will never do that again. <laughs> oh, See, I told you we should listen to it ourselves. I'm so amped now. You're right. It's it's like it just... (laughs) It just pushed me to a place of perfection that I'm afraid I'll never attain to again. (laughs) Um, This is Frown Town. Uh, uh, This is Frown Town. That's V Chatty. And that's Jay Jones. Yay. How are you, Jay? How are you feeling (laughs) today? You know what? Jay Jones. What is today? Today's today November, is the Friday. Yeah, today is the the Friday that we were. I, I was worried. I think it's important mm. to give people context. That's true. <laughs> this is the Friday that I was worried that everyone was going to be dead during last time. Didn't nobody? Did any protesters die? Um, no. So I guess my prediction was that Dude, was a while. We predi- both. Yeah. You know what though? I think it's just because they haven't called it. Also, I I don't. <laughs> I also don't want to sound like I'm pulling for. Like, oh, oh, shoot. No, we're really <laughs> excited that we were wrong. I lost, yeah. Like, oh, shoot. I, I lost the We're the really pole. excited no. that we were wrong. We don't want any protesters to die. I don't even want, you know, I don't want prote- anyone to die. Well. Like, I just want people to leave each other alone. Like, if there was a hard reset and we could stop. do, I would be down for that. But yeah, it's called coronavirus and it's still not oh helping. Oh my gosh. It's. <laughs> That's not a hard reset. That's the sloppiest of resets I've ever seen. Anyway, um, so to answer how I'm doing, uh, I just remember that's what we were talking about. Um, I am smoking again, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, my tolerance is just yes. so, so terrible. I, I almost Isn't it the, great? The, uh, so I, to, to welcome myself back, I... Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I had a, I had a, uh, literally the little, I have a, so I, my grinder has a bottom drawer, drawer, you know, for, for Keith, which by the way, Keith mm-hmm. is like my favorite part of weed. It is, uh, same. It's, you know, it's great. That's like how you know weed is like amazing because, uh, like even the dust is just like, mwah. Like, <laughs> what else is it like dust that you're like, oh my God, this dust makes it better? No, this is the best part. It's just the dust. The droppings are like, ah. So like, I had enough of that to like basically pack a bowl in my pipe and I smoked that and just got just low tolerance stoned out of my mind, which was great. And then I was just on Twitter. And then at some point, I think there was, uh, there was a rant, um, about, uh, centrist. And then that kind of flowed yeah. into, um, a, I was on the Leo G show, uh, and it was that flowed into another rant about centrist, uh, where I may have said like, I'm not sitting at a table with the fucking races. As far as I'm concerned, like, I don't want them to eat. They can get the fuck away from my table. Uh, and, <laughs> that is and, fair. A, and a couple of other things. Uh, so, <laughs> and my cousin's not a racist. It's just, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? There's a mic here. This is going to go to the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I've, I've had, and you know, I, I have had, Similar conversations about not wanting to be in a wedding party with a QAnon person. Yeah, and that's a hundred percent understandable. Because, like, I mean, the I'm not I'm not going to go into it. We can do an episode on it um, <laughs> when I'm feeling stronger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, but tra- trans people's uh, we 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 got tossed about. For the last few years, yes, and um, not, still, if we're being, it's not, it's not yeah, like it's gotten and better. And particularly, you know, black trans people and black trans women uh, who have always really gotten uh, gotten the brunt of things. So, like, when you're saying when you're online and you're like tweeting, like, "Oh my god, black women, thank you so much!" Like, instead of doing that, you should just Venmo black women. <laughs> just 
Just Venmo them. Here's, here's the thing that uh, actually I, I also said, uh, again, on, on my cousin's podcast. So I'm just repeating myself a lot. I said it on Twitter. As, <laughs> I'm just like saying, I'm, I'm getting to like crazy. It's called promotional material. Well, I feel like I'm getting to crazy old man now where I'm just like, ah, I'm just saying the same things over and over Me again. Me and you both, baby. <laughs> I know. It's it's a wild ride. I'm this not enjoying it. This is the crazy it. old man podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not enjoying it. It's, uh, but it, it, the thing that I said was, you know, black people have been just stepping in and taking responsibility for this shit for so long at this point that I, I am, mm-hmm. I am exhausted with having to like take responsibility for other people's fuck shit. And it's just been the extent of my family's, uh, time here in this country. It's just been just taking responsibility for everyone else's fuck shit and just having to like, you know, survive and, it's it is exhausting uh and i hate the thing that i really hate uh and i I tweeted this to an extent i hate this this whole concept of like um and again a bit of a repeat because i've I've been saying this too i hate this concept of i have to like now look at people who are uh trump voters and like oh shake their hand and like you know (laughs) like this concept of like well hey uh idealistically like this is sports like this is sports or something like idealistically and not our literal and not your literal rights as a human being. It, it's like, just, this isn't sports. Doesn't, it, it doesn't work like that because it, 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 here's what happens when the Bulls uh, played the Pistons and, and then the Bulls beat the Pistons. Uh, the Pistons then didn't have to go change their way of life and lose things that they had before. It wasn't like, oh, well, guess what? <laughs> now you got to go use a different bathroom and you can't live any place right. and your children are now like impoverished and good luck getting out of that And someone shit. can shoot you at any time. Literally, you have to go so... live in fear now because you've lost the best of seven series. I can <laughs> shake, hands <laughs> Let's shake hands after a fucking best of seven <laughs> series. Like I just lose, I lost the championship in basketball. All right, whatever. And I get the fact that Chicago and the Pistons would technically be uh, not the basketball championship. It'll be the Eastern Conference Finals, but whatever. Um, I got to throw my, my sport check in there while I can. Um, <laughs> I, what is sports? I, I love basketball and, and I would spend an entire podcast talking to you about it, but that's not the point. I enjoy watching other people be excited about sports, but I just, <laughs> I don't know anything about Love basketball. Uh, hate everything else. Uh, well, no, I like, I'd like, uh, like actual soccer, like football. Uh, I, I'm, I'm Ooh, getting to yeah. that this year. The butts. Yo, it is. If you're, yes, first of all, lots of very, very fit Englishmen. I know about it. Just running around. <laughs> uh. Oh, no, there's very, a lot of, I mean, have you seen the, like, there's the Brazilian well, team? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the Premier the- League. So it's, it is all. It's it's oh, it's like ninety eight percent British. It's it's like when you watch the NBA here, like there's a lot of, oh, of okay. people from other countries, but seventy percent of them are American. Yeah, right, right. probably like sixty now though. Truly, but anyway, that's not the point. The analogy was you can shake hands <laughs> after a basketball game because I don't lose my rights. I can't shake hands with you when you literally are putting me and my family in danger with your dumbass vote, especially when your your reasoning is well, you know, money. Fuck you. Fuck you forever. Your reasoning is money or your reasoning is that because, like, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden are Satanists who drink baby blood. Uh, you know what? That that makes me even more <laughs> upset because that's just a stupid, stupid thing to believe. And it, like, that you, like, you have <laughs> zero fucking proof of this other than, well, I, you know, someone's willing to say that is all you have. And it, uh, I don't want to talk about QAnon in this episode because I don't have the, I don't want to ruin the fact that I can smoke no, now. No, let's not ruin our, <laughs> let's not ruin our day. I, yeah, right. I don't want to ruin the fact that I can enjoy smoking now. So, uh, <laughs> you know, though, I, as I say that, I think about what we are going to talk about. And it's not like this isn't going to be a bummer. Because uh, this is Frown Town. <laughs> Frown Town. Frown Town. Uh, speaking of which. Turn those smiles upside down. It's time to frown. Frown Town. Yeah. So <laughs> one of our predictions did not come true. Uh, Yeah. We didn't get uh Sheree into. Well, Sheree still won, I contend. Because I watched the debate that Sheree was on with Frank Chop. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, first of all, Frank Chop dressed up like a Viking. Yeah. Which weird real real weird costume uh in 2020 when you're the like straight white guy running against like is there a time (laughs) period outside of the viking time when it is a good idea (laughs) it's i mean 
I don't know. Like, it can be cute. It can be a cute Halloween costume, but, like, you're literally the white guy running against, um, like, a trans uh, black <laughs> fucking queer I, I, person. Yeah, I will say none of us ever tried to argue that he wasn't tone deaf. <laughs> it's uh, the absolute uh, But worst. I will say this. You know what he did promise? He did promise because he was – he seemed to be competing really hard. And, you know, I'll give him that. He he played hardball when he realized he was going to lose the, that many votes. Yeah. And um, he promised 10% capital gains tax. He did promise that. Even higher than Sheree. Sheree was like, yeah, 5% capital gains tax. And he's just like, well, I say 10%. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, keep nudge, nudge it up. And that's the thing we have to remember is that this is not, um, one election doesn't solve everything. Yeah. Like, racism isn't gone. Um, oh, my God. Like- the, the scary thing that just popped <laughs> in my head is, what if there was an election? Like, literally, if we could just all vote to end racism and have it happen magically. The thing that just popped in my head Whoa. is, like, that probably would not pass. I, if people were like, look, you could just immediately end racism. Uh, no, you know how many people be like, it's, it's my right. <laughs> Free speech, number one, the, America. The, the thing that just popped in my head was, like, how many white people would just be like, nah, fuck it. This is too sweet. And no, Jake, cause if we end the, if, if we end racism, that's the libtards, uh, telling people what to do. And I'm not a racist, so I would never say anything racist. I'm, I'm um, telling you, the thing that bothers me is that that vote would not pass. <laughs> it's like the saddest thought I just had. And I guess now we're just fully in frown town now. We're fully in frown town <sighs> and look at how close it was. And we're going to, and what I'm saying is we're going to keep. Doing yeah. it because they're doing it uh, all over the world. Also, right I now. think that, you know, uh, holding him to his his promises. Uh, yes. And then the other thing is there is still a, the community, as you need, pointed we out. We see you, Frank. Yeah. And as you pointed <laughs> out, the community still needs action and still needs, you know, there's still needs that are, exist. So, Yes, and I'm really excited to see him work with Sheree because the thing is, is that Sheree is a community organizer still, yeah. and still has a large network uh, of still people has a who large support network. her. Uh, excuse me, them. Sorry, and they will like they're still feeding people. Yeah. They're still clothing people. They're still making sure that people get their needs met <laughs> while they're also dealing with the pandemic themselves and running a campaign. And that's like, you know, holy fuck. Yeah. They didn't. And the thing is, they, Oh wow. Weed is so good to you right now. I love (laughs) this. (laughs) It was like, Oh my God, there's a pandemic. (laughs) And honestly, it's, I don't know. Like I, I, not like I forgot, like, you know, I've actually went outside today with the mask on, but I, there's so much happening right now. Yeah, that I actually am kind of like, oh, that's right. There's also a, pa- it, it's just, and I think the pandemic has been ongoing so long that now it's just like, yeah, this is still happening. Oh, that old thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 the pandemic is so old that like. It's the air now is what it is. It's just. I don't know if this joke is going to make sense, okay. but I'm going to try it. This pandemic is so old that, uh, Brides are gonna start keeping it next to their something blue. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's good. <laughs> uh, Yay for me! <laughs> shout out to the pandemic theme wedding, I suppose. Oh God, yeah! Shout out to all the people still who still believe in love and. <laughs> oh, I, hey, I'm I'm like married. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, not married. Ugh, sorry, that was offensive to married people. Shout out to the people who still believe in like marriage, I guess. Like I believe in love and I think that uh it's I think that this pandemic has shown me more than anything like what uh mutual aid. Like I've always been involved in you know, in my various communities with mutual aid, mm-hmm. but now everyone I know is involved in some mutual aid effort and it's really yeah. beautiful to sort of see people learning these skills that have always existed within like a lot of marginalized communities. But yeah, uh, I, I didn't, uh, I, I was lucky to have a network of people help me out, uh, when I broke my arm, for example. Yeah. That's super so, useful. Yeah. 
It's super great. And that's why it's really helpful to, you know, get to know uh, your neighbors, you know, most of them. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you still want to know those just so you know. Like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a clansman. Yeah, c- noted. <laughs> I know not to come in and ask to borrow anything from you. Um, but yeah, I, I think... I think to your point, uh, we do need to do a better job of like knowing our neighbors, uh, building networks of people. Uh, and, and mainly because if, if we've seen anything, uh, it does not take much to throw pretty much everything into chaos. And we have, right. as far as legitimate rights, uh, and human rights, we are like teetering, um, on the brink of losing, uh, a, a lot of them. Uh, for the foreseeable future, simply because there is such a conservative block in the in the Supreme Court now, mm-hmm. and a lot of those rights uh, are things like you know freedom from police harassment, freedom um, freedom to you know have housing in a place that uh, doesn't care for you because you're black. Like that's that's the nicest way I can think to say that. Um, yeah, you know, freedom from harassment for being who you are. I think absolutely. I think those are those are rights that we currently don't think of because there is a, a block of people in this country who don't, you know, consider those their rights. They are just other people's rights. And the problem with that is that ultimately, my take is, has always been: you live in a society with everyone, not just yourself or the people who look like you or think like you, and you should afford the same effort and ability to well not effort but ability to live and be happy to everyone just like you have those same abilities and the 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 right to be happy as well yeah and that's why i think the uh you know a wall was such a a perfect symbol really yeah. uh and is such a perfect symbol for what some people prefer to do you know <laughs> the irony is the, the real irony i think is that right now i believe mexico would probably just they have a wall in their heart <laughs> i was gonna say mexico would probably build one right now just to keep us in oh if you want if you want to feel if you want some like i just want to <laughs> there's a show on netflix you should just go watch it real real fast it's this guy and he takes like a racist dude and he, he like uses like hypnotism, not hypnotism, but like, you know, Illusion. like psychological, psychological manipulation tricks and like Pavlovian responses to get this guy to take a, make, make him think. And like they use like fake blood and they make him think that he took a bullet for an immigrant dude. Huh. And he's like, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. He literally, he goes into shock and he's like, I think I should treat people better. <laughs> There's a, I want to say that you can watch the clip because they've been using that as a teaser for the show. If I can find it, uh, I'll, I'll link it. I'll look it in the notes. It's beautiful and cathartic. And it's just like, oh, wow. Now that somebody goes, it's, it's amazing how when someone goes through, uh, goes through a trauma and has to stand up to like the, the result of their convictions. You know, they have to stand up to the result of their convictions and see what that means. Yeah. I think uh, the thing that I guess that, that kind of makes me sad about that is that there are so many people that unless they have lived an experience, they can't, they can't understand it and they can't sympathize. Or, excuse me. Well, they can probably sympathize with it, but they can't empathize with it truly. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the catch 22 to that is you can't have uh, a dude go around and be an illusionist to like 60 million people. Right. Like, <laughs> and it, and it took like, it took like multiple actors. Yeah. And you like, can't set that up 60 like million times. Training and like, just, there were probably like, I don't know, like a hundred, they said it in the, I'm, don't quote me on this, but there were there got had to be like sixty people or something involved in just making this one guy like a little less racist. That's what I'm saying. Like, and and that's it, we just we can't do it. <laughs> like, but but what if we all got clickers and we could clicker train? Like, I feel like even then, it's there's again some at some point it's not uh, us trying to hypnotize or trick people into not being racist they have to take responsibility for what they are on their own and absolutely it, the the frustration i think for me is who the fuck has ever done that like it's that 
<laughs> at an individual level, I know a lot of people who who actually have, but there are yes. like, on on a scale level, as we can see, it's it's just it's a nail biter. <laughs> um, it's sure like, even the the idea or concept of like ending racism is just a nail biter. But um, I mean, I it's been it's you know y- there's been some people who are like, hey, like sorry, I'm you know, learning now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. But also like learning is great. What are we doing? Yeah. Ah, ho, 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 yeah, ho, ho, ho. that was too, too much gesticulating. Sorry. You can't, just, ah, you can't get that, that, okay. get that broad. I, yeah. Well, and it was the, a good gesture you, though, but like chair, no one can see it. This chair has a metal back. <laughs> Maybe I should get a chair that's doesn't have a metal back. Like, yeah. That would probably help with the problem of having a metal plate in my elbow. <laughs> also, just as a note, like no one can see the gesture. And I, I gestured as I said <laughs> that, but like Why do I have these nails then? I mean, like it's it's really just for one person, just me. I'm the only one who can see it. I mean, thank you. It's been very visually engaging. I mean, I have these because a very nice person paid for me to have a salon day. But like, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm still relearning how to do everything. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, yeah, g- gestures are hard. They're like hard wired in from like just years of doing the same thing. It's, I get it. But, uh, well, no, your gestures get more pronounced when you have acrylic nails. That's the rule. When you, or when you paint your nails, you should try it. Paint your nails and then see what happens to your gesticulations. Okay. I'll do that. And be careful. <laughs> if you do if you do the stilettos like me, uh, you'll poke an I'm, eye out. I wouldn't. Know? Those feel dangerous. Uh, and again, I like to... They Oh, they are, but it's like living on the edge, you know? Uh, as, as a, I'm, I'm six foot six. I'm on the edge already. <laughs> I've been there. I don't care for it. I, You know what I want to live? I want to live as far from the edge as possible. Just... Just right there at the like, oh, I can see the edge from here, and that looks terrible. <laughs> that's that's my space. That's what I want. I'm trying to figure out how to segue into the next part, and I can't. So, uh, Nigeria. Here's what we're gonna do. Let's take a break. <laughs> okay. And when we come back, the segue will have been done for us because the break is gonna be the "What Can You Do" theme song. See? Hell yep, yeah! I'm thinking. I'm ahead. All right, we'll be back. You're so smart. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. All right, so we're back from What Can You Do? Uh, I know we're back for What Can You Do? <laughs> what can you do? I yeah. am excited. Uh, that's the, the fun melancholy tones of uh john f kennedy asking you uh to be a better person <laughs> um i don't know why <laughs> i stopped making that joke uh because you made me feel bad last time i did it <laughs> um, no i love it i love that i love um he talks like a cartoon character it's kind of uh, the best like most people from boston <laughs> I do. I love uh, like when we were doing the uh, the Salem segment, which uh, was actually super dope. There's that that specific episode uh, where at the end of the episode we put the uh, uh, I've put a sound capture of the video from from uh, the you know, yeah fr- that you saw uh, from Coons, <laughs> and God and in that you the lady when you hear her talking for a while she's talking, it's like oh I don't really hear that. Then right at the end of her sentence, she says something like there it is. There's that accent. <laughs> Didn't think it was going to be there. And it comes back. It comes back. I mean, I lived there for long enough that, you know, I have a weird amalgamation of sort of a, a Florida, a, a, a Florida Southern accent, which is like a weird, subtle Southern accent, but it's kind of grimy. And then I've got like the Boston stuff because I live there. So yeah, we're, 
It's great. <laughs> we love accents here. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan uh, of the Boston accent, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, so let's talk about this particular segment of what can you do. This is something that I think um, by this point most of us seen most of us have seen the insars hashtags on Twitter, right? Well, uh, that's about uh, ending <laughs> like the virus, right? Uh, actually, because that's the virus. Coronavirus is a SARS virus, right? Wow. Um, doesn't stand for in the virus. Uh, that may have been ended already. I actually don't know that. Uh, but it stands for the special anti robbery squad, which is part of the Nigerian police force. And I came in to talk, uh, primarily about the police force because they already were corrupt. They've been corrupt for a very long time. And if you talk to anyone who is Nigerian or if you, you speak to, uh, yeah. and I'm not saying go out and find people who are Nigerian and do this, but, this is not what I'm saying, but if, if you, uh, there's, there's articles written, uh, there's, there's a history that's been written by many people who are Nigerian seeking to like share truth. Uh, so if you, if you look into that, what you'll find is that over the years, every time there's been like a new administration, they've often ran on the concept of like reforming the police force. And every single time, uh, they've kind of failed. And there's, there's a great, uh, explainer on this that like goes through each year. And it was like, oh, so they were like, all right. So in the nineties and then in the two thousands and then the 2010s. And it was like, wow. So they just kept failing at this. And they're, they're like, well, they kept giving them more money. They're like, every surely time. if we give them more What's money, wild about this is, they'll uh, get in better. 20, 000, in, in 20, <laughs> 20,000. In 2016, uh, there was a survey by the National Bureau of Statistics that found that Nigeria's police officers were the worst in the world. Oh, wow. And here's the other thing. They were also the most likely of all civil servants to collect and solicit bribes. Out of all the civil servants in Nigeria? No. This is a world. Or in the world. world. So, in the world. So, but... The, the thing to know is, is that they, they have a, a long history of being corrupt. Uh, and their corruption, when you have a police force, is typically, uh, the police target minorities that they can get away with, uh, harassing, essentially. So in Nigeria. Oh, that doesn't sound familiar at all. Really? Uh, <laughs> 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 honest question? No. Um, <laughs> But, but the thing that, that I think that is, is that, that we need to know about Nigeria, I guess, is that is actually, uh, as it turns out, I found out just through some uh, general research and some explainers, that Nigeria is actually a very religious country. And that religiousness has, doesn't, I don't want to say forces, that religiousness is what informs, uh, how what they kind treat of religion? A cr- Christianity, unfortunately. Evangelical? Uh, I mean, which, what Christian isn't? Um, uh, because, I mean, it's a very specific sect of Christianity because, um, I, when I was a kid, they used to send us on mission trips mm-hmm. to go to other countries. You know, they're like, oh, go help out this third world country and spread the name of Jesus. So this is also, we did this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, colonial. <laughs> I mean, do, uh, sure, colonization <laughs> is responsible for a, a large part of this. Uh, Specifically, American evangelical I, colonization. Well, I, I, I don't know enough about the history of Nigeria to to say that we can take claim for that. There was a lot of colonization that happened in Africa, the continent, uh, sure. from way before America was involved. And then we, we came in and we're like, yo, let's sprinkle some of our taste on this. But, well, I mean, so there was, there's a lot of, um, evangelical figures. Sorry for the aside, but, um, no, it just seemed related. Cool. Uh, the, the, it seemed like there's a lot of evangelical, uh, leaders who've been actually, and I, yeah, I would have to research I, it more too, but they, they actively go to other places because they want everyone in the world to believe in Jesus. And they also, what they're doing is spreading their political well, shit there's as a, well. there's, so here's, here's what I'll say. There's a, a really rich episode we can do on, uh, just the continued colonialization of Africa and specific countries by not only, uh, America and American entities, but also by China and other entities throughout Europe. I mean, we can talk about the pillaging of the continent. Um, I could talk about that for, <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a, that sounds like more than one episode. It's like a multi-parts. Yes, it says as, as many, <laughs> sounds like as many parts in a series as Roots was, is what we, that could be, <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
we're talking hours and hours uh, of of real content. No, uh, like back, let me get back on track for a second because this is obscuring a point that I, I do want need to make. Uh, sure. While while we can say that you know the the belief in Christianity is what informs these decisions. It needs to be noted that uh, the hostility towards trans and gay and queer people extends from more than just, I think, Christianity. And I think, you know, there's a lot of factors to play in this. And while Christianity plays a, a huge part in it, what has happened is that it's allowed the police to target these people. And because there's so much uh, animosity towards them already... There isn't anyone who wants to check the police when it comes to this. So the idea is even if the police are reformed, uh, and they're like not, you know, they're not attacking the general citizenry, citizenry, God, I can't say words. <laughs> they're attacking the general citizenry. God, they're attacking basic citizens. I just had to pull a porky pig. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the thing that, uh, that I will notice that they can still continue to attack and target gay and queer Nigerians and trans Nigerians because no one cares. And right. that's the scary part, I, I think, for, for someone who's gay, queer, or trans is that, you know, at the end of the day, it counts on people viewing you as human when a large part of the populace does not. Absolutely. And I mean, that, that, that sort of thing, I mean, I've had lots of really weird and fucked up interactions uh, based on my gender presentation in the U.S. in Seattle uh, and also in other places in the country. Airport bathrooms are complicated. <laughs> they're, they're already really bad. I'm so sorry that they're worse for you. It's They're, they're not a great experience to begin with in most cases. Though I, though I will say this, overseas – the bathroom experience is much yeah. better. Like, uh, Ooh. so Korea was a mixed bag. Sometimes like you walk in to the, the airport bathroom and it would be like amazing. Like you would just be like, Oh, it's like, like, like it's a just, bidet. Like, well, no, cause I wouldn't use a public bidet personally. Um, but That's I mean, fair. I mean, just a level of cleanliness and like, like, like sanitation where you're like, you know what? I would consider a bidet here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't think I would, but I would consider it. I would be like, you know what? I might think, I think I could use this bidet. <laughs> but it's just, oh, it's just amazing. And, and there's a few international, like, airport restrooms that are like, you know, just really great. But there's, there are not many, uh, American airport bathrooms that I am into. They are, and especially like once you start going to like down the East Coast and in the Southeast where they haven't renovated an Ooh. airport in, since the 70s. Oh, uh, what is Atlanta has a smoking booth. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if they still have that, but like, when I used to be I a didn't smoker, see it when I was there, but I would have loved it. Ooh, I loved it when I was a smoker. I mean, I would go in there with no cigarettes and I would get a cigarette and bum a light off somebody and have somebody to chat with. Yep. While I was waiting for my plane because it got rerouted to Atlanta. I don't, I don't know if I want to flood my, myself with nicotine before a flight. It makes me very antsy. Yeah. I, I don't get um, relaxed from it. I have ADD. Okay. So. Well, it just does not relax me. It, it just, it makes, like, it would make a plane ride unbearable. I, like, sitting still would just, like, I'd lose my mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still do, um, the nicotine lozenges, which I love because oh. the gum is terrible because you chew the gum and you get a stomach ache because all the nicotine goes to your tummy really fast. Uh. And the, the lozenges, you kind of slowly let it seep into your bloodstream. Okay. Okay. So I still do those. But yeah, again, people with ADD, we tend to react the opposite way to stimulants and, um, then not. AD or ADHD people like Adderall, for example, will make, you know, a person with ADD like calmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does not. That is that. If you want to see me strong out, that is <laughs> the key way to do it. Um, but let, let, please don't, please don't dose Jay. <laughs> please, uh, please, please. Uh, so the, the thing that I want to say that I'm going to put in the links uh, our link in the notes. Plot. I'm gonna put in the notes. God, I'm. It's okay. You're getting. I'm it. struggling with being. I have smoked so little. It's embarrassing. But uh, no, this is a bit. This is great. This is Your why I took a month off. Is... Yeah, this is why I took a month off. Yeah. It's, uh, enjoy it. I'm, you I'm deserve to enjoy it. Right. I'm just. I'm trying to get this correct. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the notes, I have links to stories uh, of the police harassing uh, trans, gay, and queer Nigerians, uh, and eyewitness accounts uh, of this happening to them, of things that uh, were... And here's the key, uh, a complete and total abuse of their power um, by any standards. So when you read what happens, uh, the fact that they're soliciting bribes, uh, beating people for being gay, uh, coercing them into telling who their friends are who are gay as well, and then beating them, uh, taking all of the their effects. Uh, and that's a little bit uh, you know, concerning. Well, not even a little bit. That's very concerning. It's actually alarming. And then on the flip side of that, then you realize that during protests, uh, specifically protests that end the excessive use of force by the police, they responded, uh, with the excessive use of force. And. What? That's so, that's curt. At what? multiple protests. So Lagos, Ogun, Oyo, Abuja, like other, like multiple protests, the police excessively use force. And then what really kind of, uh, took the hashtag in SARS, uh, well, I just said it. What took the hashtag for that? Uh, when it really kind of started to kind of blow up across Twitter was when, and I, I think October 10th, 2020, the police killed Jamoa Zayek, uh, which they opened fire on peaceful protesters. Uh, eyewitness, eyewitnesses from all of that protest, uh, have all confirmed that it was peaceful. Nothing was thrown. Nothing was, uh, was, you know, done to provoke the police and they fired unprovoked. They killed a protester. And then the next day, they killed eight more protesters at Ogbom Moso in Abuja. Protesters were blasted. This was back in um, October. October yeah. Yes, this was yeah. all through October. Uh, in Abuja, protesters were blasted with water cannons and tear gas, and then they were shot at in Abiokuta. And then police officers were seen on video after all of this beating unarmed protesters in Lagos, shooting and killing one person, and injuring many other protesters. The police do not like being criticized. We've kind of seen some of that here in America, but... Oh, have we? <sighs> and as it turns out, that is a factor of the police everywhere. And if you think to yourself, like, okay, well, what if we built the same police structure, but we took people from the community and put them in the police? You know, because, you know, it's it's the race that's causing this. Uh, here's the thing. Mm. Nigeria. Um <laughs> That's <laughs> like, you know, this isn't something that's, that's, you know, being driven, even though there is a lot of hatred towards uh, people who are trans, uh, gay and queer, as well as for some reason, light skinned people, which concerns me uh, as a light skinned person. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. While there is a lot of animosity towards those things, just note that it's not racially driven, uh, systematic oppression and, you know, authoritarianism, the, the lapdog of those two are the police in every situation. And yeah. when the police stop answering to the people, it's troubling. When the police start killing the people, it's alarming. And just because it's not happening, uh, well, it is happening here. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it is happening I here, mean, but not on how, the scale. Right. Like how long do you, and this is why, you know, we look at, in Nigeria, they tried to keep, uh, you know, saying, oh, yes, we, we care about this, you know, people below us, we care about you, and we're going to pass these things to make the police better, and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and now police are literally shooting people yeah. in the street at a peaceful protest. So keep an eye on, um, keep an eye on your legislators and, you know, we need to actually hold people accountable. Yeah. And I, I think that's the, the key is that, and, and I, I didn't want to take this from the stance of how to prevent it here, but it should be noted that, you know, here locally, we can see like the beginnings of uh, fascism from the police and sure. there are steps that we can take to, to make sure that we, we don't go down this path. Uh, but I also want to talk about things that we can do to help uh, people who are in Nigeria as well. Uh, because yeah. you know, we're global citizens we... to, to borrow a phrase. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and, uh, we, we, in the, the video, uh, not the video in the, the beginning of the song, one of the things that I purposely cut and kept, uh, in that end part is not, you know, ask not America, you know, citizens of the world, ask not what America can do for you, but what we can do for the betterment of mankind. That goes both ways. We 
need mm-hmm. to think about what we can do for the betterment of mankind. And to that extent, let's talk about what you can do because that's the name uh, of the segment. And it'd be weird if it was that. And we were like, good night, nothing. You can't do anything. <laughs> Cry in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, what can what can we do, Jay? Um, well, not well. You How can- do we help people <laughs> that far away from us? I just laughingly referenced crying in your sleep, which you can. But here's some other things <laughs> you can do that that can help. Uh, more than just yourself. Uh, so first is stay informed, right? I will put yeah. links in the notes, uh, to explainer videos. There's a website. I don't think I really need to put a link there, but I will, uh, cause the website is called nsars.com. I feel like that's. We'll tweet it. Yeah. We'll tweet it we'll as tweet well. We'll tweet it as well. Uh, and then there's an explainer, uh, where if you just want to understand, uh, in very simple language and like in maybe in one article, cause I, I get it, uh, Taking time to dig into this is uh, both difficult to schedule, but also just kind of difficult for mental health and maintenance. So if, if this is something that you want to learn more about, but you are trying to, you know, uh, prevent maybe being triggered or, you know, you have a, a limited amount of, of empathy to give. And I don't mean that in the root way that I said it. Uh, this explainers will kind of help <laughs> kind of walk you through it relatively quickly, uh, and get you to a point where not only do you know the history of this and have a concept of, or not a concept, but have perspective, but also, uh, the explainer videos are generally updated. Uh, they'll put you in contact with, uh, and, and like the one I have is actually on Twitter. So then you can follow, uh, people who are, t- you know, tweeting these videos, who are making them, uh, and working to try to keep, you know, uh, spreading truth about what's happening inside their country. And that's a good way to, to stay informed because, uh, the next thing I'm going to tell you to do is going to really require you to know stuff. <laughs> um, mm. so once you know things, V. What do you typically do? You gotta do things. Cause you, you gotta, uh, you gotta do things. Mm-hmm. You gotta give people money. Yep. That's important, but we're skipping an important thing. step. So we're, we're going to get to that, but you're, you're skipping. Oh, something. you tell other people the thing. There you go. Once you know something, you, you gotta start telling people like, uh, well, and remember they're picking up, uh, I've read, you know, I was reading they were picking up a lot of kids for, uh, you know, computer crimes or something like uh so it's low if you are an employee that works in like a low to medium pay raise like not pay excuse me pay bracket uh technical job um think like so like there are people who work uh as like it like not even professionals but just basically like it staff uh in companies sure those are you know in some places because uh jobs are outsourced to other countries to save money those end up being low paying jobs for them and so those those that specific industry is being targeted i think because the government has uh is, the government has taken a stance uh and the government in this case the nigerian government is what i mean the nigerian government has taken a stance of saying that the police department does not have a problem it is the social media accounts tweeting about it that is the problem uh which is classic dictatorship and i think the thing that's that's annoying (laughs) about that to me is that like you know when you read about that from a historical standpoint typically you're like oh man that dictator was dumb and and people totally got it and then when you see it happen in real life you're like yo this is dumb do you really think we're gonna fall for this and and that's the part that's that's frustrating is that like it's not even an attempt to be like let's like shield our like I feel like older dictators from history were just classier is what I'm trying to say basically. Like <laughs> like I need you to like like give me a little like like give me a little panache like like you know like like I what happened to the old school we're going to sell we're going to sell drugs to the community take that money go buy guns and then give those guns uh to overthrow a government. What happened to the complicated like yeah. We're going to hide our intentions plans. Make it look like you tried. Like, like this is not even like, it's not even, it's, it's literally, literally like a, like, an <laughs> ill-conceived PR plan. It was like, yo. It's like when, it's like when you're, you're, uh, like Claudia Conway or whatever, when her daughter was like TikToking about how terrible she is and she's just like, give me your phone. It's, it's just a, it's just a, a really poorly conceived PR plan where they're like, yo, you're the prime minister. Go say that is social media and then we'll attack social media. And that's, that's what's happening. So to help that, uh, fortunately we live in a country, uh, where right now our government is not trying to keep us from <laughs> tweeting and you can tweet about, uh, you can tweet about ending SARS. You can tweet about what's happening in Nigeria. And when you use the hashtag in SARS, I'm still having a hard time trying to figure out how to say hashtag in SARS, even though I'm doing it correctly now. 
But when you use, uh, <laughs> when you use the hashtag NSARS, uh, you're amplifying messages. Uh, if you see something retweeted, if you don't feel comfortable enough, uh, speaking on it, because again, we just talked about using explainers to get like to a basic understanding of it. So you're not at like, let me give a lecture. Uh, you can retweet what other people are saying. Uh, a lot of the tags and, and uh, links that I'll put in the notes again will contain uh, links to other people who are tweeting about this and uh, t- who are talking about this as a message. Uh, the thing that's kind of awesome is that this is being uh, kind of echoed throughout the Nigerian diaspora. So throughout uh, parts of the world where Nigerians and people who have roots to Nigeria uh, they're all paying att- content- uh, attention to this. And uh, just as a side note, uh, my wife's father her biological father's nigerian oh yeah there's there's roots to this for for a lot of people uh in in america which is why we care about it and then v uh your other thing that you mentioned was the best and then you want to say it again what you said what do I say? it was the first thing you went to, and that's why I know it's it, it, and honestly Money. Yeah, you go to the best thing every single time. I bet you're like the type of person <laughs> like when you when when you get chicken, you just eat I- your favorite piece of chicken first. And you don't. Oh, no, I don't. You're not? Wait, are you like, no, a, I take the pieces I, I don't. It. Yeah, me too. I take the pieces I don't like first. And I, I eat those. I take the pieces I don't like first because I know I'm going to want the taste of the best piece in my mouth. But I also, I leave a little bit of chicken on the bones because I like to feed my crow friends. <laughs> uh, and I want them to have some meat too. Well, it's it's weird to me that crows eat birds, but I guess you know whatever cannibalism. Let's do, let's go cannibal crows. That's it's, not a. It's a different kind of it's a different kind of bird. They love fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone loves fried chicken. I feel like you could exactly you give it to a chicken. They'd be like, all right, I get it. I get it. All right, <laughs> I understand. Yeah, what I was texting. I, I was texting Jay some important information one time, and I was like, hold on, crows are fighting. Like <laughs> they're just. <laughs> They're part of my life now. <laughs> and I love that. It's, things have changed under this new pandemic. And as you can see, <laughs> our circles have expanded to include crows. Uh, I, and this is, and, and so this is the thing is you, you can help out. I don't know. Crows have back, money is, let's get back on we're not gonna get on topic with that let's let's pop back in topic i'm really you, you tried to segue uh, speaking you, of add uh but here's the thing that i will say uh and it, it doesn't have to do with crows but we can say that when you donate to uh funds to help um protesters in nigeria funds to help provide and here's some uses that that uh, money's been raised for and so this was done by the feminist coalition uh they aren't currently accepting donations but they've raised over 70 million naira which is the uh the the currency in nigeria i i learned that to say <laughs> um naira <laughs> naira i don't know if i'm That's saying it cool. right actually it might be naira but you know looks like I, i'm gonna go naira I, and if i'm wrong please correct me someone uh here's here's <laughs> what the money was used for um they used it to provide food water and refreshments mass medical and legal aid for p- protesters uh lawyers being dispatched to help protesters who were detained by the police medical bills for those who got uh hurt during the protests and then there was actually private security that was arranged for the protesters after uh police and thugs uh just people with machetes and sticks they don't they weren't police but who knows who they were they were just the police were like yo you guys want to go beat up some people and they were like yeah machetes yeah, machetes and sticks. So I don't know why the sticks. Oh, like, I don't know why. Fuck. I don't know who has like like. Hey, I got a machete, and someone else is like, I got a stick. Like one of you is a they threat. Just grabbed. I'm. I mean, I'm just, I feel yeah. a machete is a very a, a terrifying pretty, like, weapon. Common like household tool, but it's also a terrifying weapon, which is why I love my machete. But also like, if you gotta beat someone, you're gonna take a stick. Oh, I'm, I just that's just terrifying. That's just yeah. terrifying thinking about a group of people coming. Like, at if me I with saw machetes. a group of police coming towards me, I would be pretty afraid. But then if the police had some unmarked unnamed people who were just walking around with machetes i'd be more than afraid because here's the thing about machetes uh like a stick i there's a number of stick hits i can take before <laughs> before things become critical like i can i can get hit by a lot of hits from a stick before it's like oh no this is we're at critical mass mm-hmm. i think i got one hit from machete before we're at, we're at <laughs> fuck city now and there's nothing i can do <laughs> there's nothing i can do anymore is this that's it like and you can't like i'm not i'm not uh i'm not fast or agile like i've been watching a lot of anime so bear with me i can't like dive 
Oh my god, I've been watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure a lot, but I can't, I can't dodge machetes. And, and more to the point, though, we're making a, a light of this, but it's it's a terrifying c- scenario. And no, I get, fortunately, I, I end up laughing when I feel scared. Right. And fortunately, uh, private security was arranged so that protesters could could, could continue to protest. Uh, so wow. As of uh, this taping, um, I tried to find other places to donate, and uh, I cannot. And I think some of this might be uh, the difficulty of trying to like deal with international funds. Also, organizations are posting and being very transparent about each and everything they use. A great example of this, again, is the Feminist Coalition. Uh, if you go to feministcoalition2020.com, you can see exactly what each and every single Naira was used for. Uh, so it shows all of the money they received and like what they used. It was like to medical, to a legal aid network, relief for victims of police brutality, victims of the deceased, memories for the fallen. They have a daily summary of accounts. They have statements and progress reports. And they showed the protests they were supporting, uh, th- their own donations to uh, other funds. So every single amount of money they had is being accounted for. And even though they have stopped accepting donations, they set a very good standard by which you should choose to donate. So well, like, like I said, I have not been able to find uh, an organization uh, that I, I have I've vetted to the point where I'd be like, I want to tell people on the podcast to, to go donate to it. But I sure. will tell you to look for that level of transparency. Uh, look to see what is being spent on. And when I say that there's an accounting, I mean, there's an accounting. Uh, it literally is in SARS response medical, 20 million, 140 or 444,087 and 25 Naira or 0.25 Naira. Like it's literally broken down. Uh, to the number and it has a daily summer of accounts where you can see each expenditure and that level of transparency can make you feel uh, comfortable in donating and making sure that the money is going to where it's needed. Uh, so I do want to encourage you to donate. Uh, I have not vetted someone to donate to, but I will say that once I have, uh, I will both tweet about it and uh, well, I'm, I'm going to talk to there's some people that specifically follow me on my timeline that i've had conversations with about this uh, who've been uh you know willing to kind of give me um uh some you know an ear about it uh and you know for me to ask like some some things to do uh and and i once i get to the point that i guess i i have also talked to them and vetted it through them as well uh i'll, I'll share so that's what yeah, i'm so working in- on right now but that is in the what, meantime, look at that hashtag. Yeah. That hashtag on Twitter is a great start as well. So that's what, uh, that's what you can do, V. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go find a, a thing. I'm going to go find the hashtag in SARS and I'm going to find some people who are smarter than me Same. and retweet them. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Same Z's. All right. Well, let's, I, yeah. Let's end the segment, but then we have another thing. We have other segments. So let's end the segment though. Okay. All right. Bam, bam. Okay, and that was what can you do? I'm excited about the fact that we got to talk about something that uh, was international. We we actually do have international listeners. Uh, pat on the back. Um, yeah, we do. We're international now. Yes. I don't know why other people are so in other countries are so interested in U.S. law because, well, maybe it's like watching a train. <laughs> I think it might just be there's some people who are like we need to get we need to understand what's going on because it's going to catch up to us eventually <laughs> yeah so, so shout out to people I think we had Italy France, on there Germany France and Germany I, I think the fourth was Slovenia Slovenia I is think it Slovenia wait, or I'm, Slovenia I don't know I'm southern uh <laughs> That's the thing. I'll, I'll, That's your response to every pronunciation. <laughs> the education. I don't know. Was, I went to school in Alabama. <laughs> education was poor. Uh, and it's the wrong country. It's Singapore. I, it's the oh, it it's a different Singapore. S country. Yeah, France. A different S country. France, Italy, Germany, and Singapore, and the United so States. So shout out. To uh to y'all in the internationals. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. And we got uh, Unless they're listening they could also be listening through a VPN, which I also support. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> shout out to my VPNs. Um <laughs> I almost said VPN words and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
So that makes zero sense. Uh, so we also have been getting like some interactions on Twitter. And I think I, I like interacting with fans because it's fun. I really do. I really do. Um, we've been getting suggestions, which is cool because yeah. we did that one suggestion about, uh, necrophilia (laughs) which Um, uh an an entire episode which uh maybe that's what's emboldening people to be like oh let me talk to you about what okay look i got i got a hot suggestion for you i feel like that's a hot take yeah (laughs) so uh we we got one hot take and we were like you know what let's talk about it uh and i think the 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 energy that you should notice is we're doing this on the outro so like i think you know how much talking about it we're gonna do but (laughs) um um, yeah, someone recommended that we do, um, that we do, a, a show about the laws that Eric Gardner broke. Question mark, I think. Question mark. So, and <laughs> how, how, like, how laws had to do with his death. And I just. Here's the thing. And, I, and I, <sighs> here's, I think it ties into something that we just said. And we were just making a, a, a delicious point, uh, and what can you do? That's what we make. We make delicious points. Um, delicious points. They're not, they're better than toast <laughs> points. They're better than toast points because you, <laughs> you learn things. Uh, but one of the things that we, we had just said in the, the SARS episode is that, you know, the argument that policing, uh, if we removed racism, if we removed, uh, you know, um, uh, the other factors and implicit biases that come into play there. So bigotry. If we just change, if we just make a law or change a law, that, that will right. solve the problem. And the thing is, is, uh, on his, on his face, like there's not a law that could be changed that's going to stop, uh, oppression and harassment. Uh, and, and that's, that's really the answer there. So like, yes, we could dive into like, well, let's talk about the laws that killed, uh, Eric Garner. But then the question that, I would eventually come to is there, what law could we change to stop racism? And, and that, that doesn't exist. And looking at laws around these and saying that like, okay, well, we, it's the laws, it's the laws and, and pushing that basically denies the responsibility that white supremacy and racism plays in this. And not only is that, uh, irresponsible, but it's also just kind of a shit take. And if I'm being truly honest, and I, I get why people have it, uh, and I get why we want to talk about laws when instead of talking about like actual racism and talking about actual bigotry, because it makes you feel weird. And then you have to like confront how you feel and how you truly think that this country is so equal that a black person can exist in a white space and not be perceived as a threat as long as the laws were changed. And I, I get yeah. the defensive right now. You're like, no, no, that's not what I meant. Uh, no, I, I understand. And that's cool. I'm glad that that's not what you meant. And I'm glad that, you know, you're not a racist. And I am saying that sarcastically. <laughs> uh, but the, the thing that I think I, I just want you to take away from all of this is ultimately laws aren't going to solve the problem of white supremacy. It is people yeah. being willing to look beyond this system for answers. And, and work to dismantle it. Not only dismantle it, because like, again, we could build another system, but as long as people still are white supremacists and heart, it still will right. be <laughs> oppressive. It's, it's not just the, the system. It is people who live within the system and support it, who truly believe that, you know, it's, it's just systematic changes. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you have to take responsibility for what you have supported, for what you have done and why you did it. If you never confront that, if you never just step into the mirror and say, oh shit, we're not good. We were never great until you have that, that conversation as a country. And in many cases, as an individual, all of the changes to, to systematic laws in the world will mean nothing. It is the system was built because of racism, not to support it. And until we remove the racism and the system, every subsequent system afterwards will still support racism. Absolutely. And, you know, that that's about, you know, not tolerating it either. Like you, I think there's a, a thing that a lot of, um, a, a lot of people who are like on the liberal side or are Democrats, that's the sort of thing they, they want to be like, gotcha, you know, like, you know, I'm, what about this? What about this? And, um, that's great because we want those suggestions, but also, um, we're very, Jay and I are very aware of, how bad police brutality is. <laughs> yeah. And so we're 
perfectly happy um doing laws and talking about like police brutality but like we don't we all know why like eric gardner died because of racism and because because cops those cops and a, a lot of cops are racist and operating in a racist system i, I wouldn't even say a lot at this point i am saying that well every yeah po- if you're not quitting if you're not quitting right now <laughs> every police officer is a white supremacist that is what it boils down to and yeah. let, while racism is an underlying hatred let's be clear white supremacy is a system of beliefs that exist within our world that are being upheld. And the idea that you haven't been socialized to believe it, because even black people can be socialized to believe it, it, it is an undoing. It's something that every black person has had to work to undo from themselves and still has to work through. And the socialization of it runs across uh, media. It runs across, uh, you know, even our education and the way that we're taught history, everything and how we're taught the world is upholding an ideal that whites are the supreme race. And until we come to grips with that, the reason for that belief and, and, and being so strongly held here is quite frankly, this country was founded on a chattel slavery of a specific race of people. And until we come to grips with that, we 100% will never be past this and all the laws in the world are not going to solve that and looking to the laws to to like well this law doesn't make sense of course it doesn't make sense because white supremacy has never made sense (laughs) it wasn't meant this is why we called it frown town (laughs) we're like oh man we're gonna do a podcast about laws what should it be called should it be called happy time sing town (laughs) no yeah, this this is why it was like, yeah, frown town is correct because it, it, we got some frowns. Um, all right, we got to close. Uh, yeah. The uh, where can people find you if you would like to be found? They can find me and tell me, um, you know, everything, everything you want to tell me. <laughs> Go on Twitter. I'm there at vchatty. That's v e e c h a t t i e, and I'm also on Instagram uh sometimes uh what about you jay where can people find you um for their hot takes as well you can hit me with the hot takes on instagram you can hit with the hot takes on twitter both of them i am an adjective underscore jay uh i will give you full warning uh i try to engage with well so first of all my my mentions have been just garbage uh the last week uh because i went viral (laughs) why is that I went viral, <laughs> uh, very oddly viral. Uh, and when you go viral, uh, talking about it's not fun like people think it is. Well, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. This time was actually probably the best viral I've been because it was a statement that we could all agree with. It was uh, your neighbors are KKK members essentially. And oh, I love that, that one. That was the one I was going viral on. It was like, okay, yeah, this one we all can agree with. Uh, and there's there was not a person bold enough to be like, no. so uh that was great uh so this has been one of the better virals the other one was not great because then there were people like wanting to argue for the wealthy which go fuck yourselves Uh, but my mentions amazing my mentions were garbage this week uh so if you said something to me i tried to engage with people when i had the opportunity but uh, i have a quality filter on as well so if I don't engage with you and I've never engaged with you and I don't follow you, but you follow me, there's a real chance that you're getting filtered out. And if I'm going viral or if I have a tweet that is viral at the time, the weird thing about the Twitter, uh, the Twitter, uh, God, I just lost a word. Uh, the weird thing about the Twitter algorithm, there we are. The weird thing about yeah. the, the Twitter algorithm is, uh, because I have a tweet that has a lot of views, I am getting going into a realm, I guess a, a tier of more, uh, relevant. So more people are seeing me on their timeline and what I say on their timeline. But on the flip side of that, uh, because I have a quality control filter on people who are following me, I'm not following back. No, no offense. It's just like I, I have a quality control filter on for a reason. It's for my, my benefit. And if I follow you, it fucks up my filter. So then you just, I see all your shit. I don't want to see all your shit all the time. Uh, nothing personal. It's just, this is how I, I got to We love our followers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, uh. So interact with the show is what I'm trying to get to, uh, because the show has a Twitter account. That's so smart. Yeah. Interact with the show. So if you're, if you really want to say something to me, say it, you know, t- 
tag me, but also tag the show because I'm more likely to see that. And so it's V. Yeah, and we both we're both on the Frown Town. It's at Frown Town Pod on Twitter yep. and also Instagram. Although I just realized that I kind of forgot about the Instagram for a few <laughs> weeks. So it's fine. We're doing fine. We're um, live. Uh, Which, we, yeah, we're I here. Guess. Yeah. Anything else you got? You want to finish with? I'm sorry, I cut you off there. Oh no, I think. I just want to let people know that, like, we're all, there's a worldwide movement fighting fascism, and we, the reason that they don't want us to have computers and phones and want to punish us for communicating is because they know that when we start talking to each other, we can take care of each other and we won't need them anymore. So, um, keep your, keep your shit tight. Um, <laughs> keep your friends. <laughs> keep your friends. You know, keep take care of people as Intact. much as you can. Um, you know, do do what you got to do out there. Stay and, jacked. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. In act. Okay, I'm I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that? Do, do you have anything else, or is that? No, I, I was just really happy being your hype man there. <laughs> That was really fun for me. <laughs> I I enjoyed it as much as I also didn't know what was going on. For a second. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we're doing poetry now." <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>